Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 246 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the kooky creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on Blog Talk Radio. Happy August! Happy August! I am actually recording this on the full moon eclipse, the lunar eclipse. How cool is that? And we just had Lamas, or Lunasad, or Autumn Transition, whatever you call it. I haven't been here in a while, so I have to wish you happy, 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 all those things. And if you're in the southern hemisphere, happy, 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 Imolk, and all those things. (laughs) Uh, Today, I'm going to read to you. I've been doing this on Patreon this month, and I'm kind of on a roll with it because I'm such a book nerd. And I have been putting together a program for women. It's the first thing I've ever ever created just for women um, called Queen. It is a five-week audio journey, but it is a lot of work, like putting this all together. So I'm like, what can I do in August to keep showing up for everybody and creating value, um, but also not like overwhelming myself with the content creation, like all the things, make all the things, do all the things, write all the things, record all the things. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I'm going to read some other people's ideas. Um, I'm going to talk here too, because I can't shut up. Clearly, I, I talk and I talk and I talk and I talk. Uh, but there is a book that I bet a lot of you know by Scott Cunningham called The Magical Household. And the beginning of this book is so magical indeed. I really, I feel like a lot of people turn their nose up at Scott Cunningham. Like he's just not like advanced and scary enough. But I find him to be, I'm not a Wiccan, first of all, let me say that. So sometimes it's more Wicca than I personally am into, but I love his approach and I love his style. It's always very magical, all of his books. And I love picking them up as like comfort reads. There's something very comforting about it to me. And this book is new to me. I have never owned The Magical Household until this year. And I I put it in my kitchen And like when I'm waiting for water to boil or I'm waiting for something to get done in the oven, I just stand there and read it. And this little opening part that I'm going to read to you, I have read many, many times because I just love it that much. So (laughs) here goes nothing. I'm going to read this to you. Okay, here we go. The witch's cottage lay at the edge of the forest where luxuriant brush, wild herbs, and brambles formed a dense maze among ancient oaks, pines, and twisted hawthorns. A mossy cobblestone path meandered through patches of green and gray foliage while surrounding the herbs. More familiar blossoms of rainbow hues nodded gently in the rose-scented breeze. A wooden bucket swung in the stone well, which was amply guarded against contamination by the deeply carved stars and spirals surrounding it. A dragon, one-clawed 
paw upraised, flew above the house, twisting with the wind as it rode a wrought iron arrow. The weather vane guided the enchantress living in the cottage in matters ranging from timing spells to divining the future. Beside the round-topped cottage door, a rowan tree flourished, brightly sprinkled with bunches of scarlet berries. Smoke snaked from the spiral brick chimney, sending hints of applewood swirling through the mists. Inside the iron-wrapped door, the cottage was warm, inviting, laden with exotic scents and the hum of beneficent forces. Above the door, a horseshoe, nailed points upward, allowed only good to enter the home. Across the room, pungent herbs to be used later in potions and brews hung drying from the rafters, while roots lay close to the chimney. Horse brasses reflected the glowing fire along the brick wall facing the hearth. Crescent moons, stars, griffins, and blazing suns, originally designed to guard horses, added their magic to the cottage. In each room and corner of the home, magic abounded. Food was blessed before cooking. Beds were situated east to west. A broom lay on the floor before the door. A bag of herbs hung from the chair on a red cord. No part of the witch's cottage was left unblessed or unguarded by the wonders of magic. Life within the home was by its nature arcane. A student of magic, the woman who owned the house saw magic at work in her life from rising with the sun until falling exhausted after a day of spinning and weaving, cooking, herb herb harvesting, cleaning, contemplating, blessing, and spell casting. Oh, isn't that just so magical? (laughs) I love that. And isn't that what we all want our homes to be in one way or another? Magical, I mean. Um, Not that we all want to live in a witchy little cottage in the woods, although I think plenty of us do. But um, I do think we all want our homes to feel soulful and safe and like an extension of ourselves. I happen to believe they are quite literally an extension of ourselves. Um, That the way we present and fix up and decorate and maintain and interact with our homes is an expression of our soul. And that you you can get a real ongoing dialogue with your home, with your soul, excuse me. You can get an ongoing dialogue going with your soul by, by approaching your home from that perspective. I know that I have by seeing that my body is an expression of my soul. Like I can kind of read my home to see what's going on on a deeper level with me. And it's, it's been amazing. I talked, I already talked about that. I know, I know, I know, but I'm still into it. I talked quite a bit about that not too long ago. When, when was that? What month was that? It was this year. A few months ago, (laughs) when the theme of the month was feng shui. If you don't know, I work with themes here. So I can really just explore a subject and take my time and feel like I don't have to like squeeze it all into one episode. All the videos and newsletters and podcasts I do for a whole month tend to revolve around one theme. 
So however many months ago, the theme was feng shui. So I am not going to rehash all that here this month. Uh, I am, however, still very much working on transforming my home into the magical space that I want it to be. So I still, and I'm working on it all the time, I have to say. Right now, my, my feet are literally... I accidentally spray painted my feet white <laughs> when I was wearing flip-flops and I'm looking at them right now and I have white feet. Well, now it's like cracked paint from like so many showers taken since, um, but like cracked white, weird elephant looking skin with a, an outline of flip-flops. If that's uh, what a turn on that must be <laughs> to hear me describe, but it is what it is. I'm like, always doing a project around here because I have a vision that I'm trying to make happen. So um, I'm always having like little insights about this that pop up and I want to talk about them sometimes. So I thought, oh, I'll talk about it again. But um, I'll just revisit the subject from a slightly different angle. So um, I thought that in focusing here in August on the theme of hearth and home that we could talk more about the people and the creatures that populate your home, your friends and family and the pets and, you know, the fur babies or the feather babies. <laughs> I know some people here that have dragons. What do you call them? Your dragon babies. <laughs> um, and then also just how we interact with each other and with our pets. Um, oh, and before I go too far into this, I have to make a a weird random recommendation and give a shout out to a product that I have no affiliation with whatsoever, but I'm super excited about it because I have four cats, which means I have to deal with a lot of poop. I have talked about it here too. <laughs> Me and the poop. I feel like I will one cat. I have four cats. Three are boys. One is a girl and the girl does not like to use the litter box. So she's always like pooping in the yard and I'm, I like go out there and scoop it up with a shovel and put it in the bag. It's like <laughs> very humbling to have these four cats. Two of them are elderly and they have accidents and stuff. It's just like ridiculous how much I'm dealing with poop. And my litter box is in the laundry room, which is our main entrance in and out of our house. We usually go through the laundry room and, um, I really had to always, like, stay on the litter, but even on a really hot day, like, it would just smell, like, that weird ammonia smell, and that's, like, the worst thing to come home to, and um, I'm not a Walmart person. I don't shop at Walmart, and uh, but my kid loves it, because when he goes to Bakersfield, his Nana always takes him there to get golf balls, <laughs> and he'd been bugging me for a long time. To take him to Walmart. So I finally one day, just to be nice, drove to Burbank, which is out of my way, and uh, to take him to Walmart to get golf balls. And I went to go check out the pet section, and I discovered the best thing in the whole wide world. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, where is the name of it? I wrote it down so I could say it exactly for anybody that actually wants to take this as a recommendation. Okay. Arm and Hammer Naturals clumping cat litter arm and hammer naturals clumping cat litter holy smokes it's a little bit more expensive than your run-of-the-mill litter but it is so worth it i am telling you it smells like pine and soap 
it has a smell. I know some people are really sensitive to smells, but like, what is the worst smell? What is the worst smell than shit? Shit and piss. What smells worse than that? <laughs> and then that weird like ammonia that happens, like when it starts to heat up, like those funky rocks. Ugh, it's just the worst. So now, because it's clumping, I like scoop it out every morning, but um, I don't have to change it as often, not nearly because it's clumping. And when I come in and out of my house, it smells like pine and soap. It smells like pine and soap. This is after many, many, many years of being hit with a wave of like poop smell first thing when I come in in the summertime. In the winter, we don't notice it as much. But I'm telling you, if you struggle with litter box issues, check it out. Arm & Hammer Naturals Clumping Cat Litter. You can also find it at Target, I have found. So there's that. I had to mention that to you. <laughs> okay, so where were we? Besides being a crazy cat lady... And taking care of my awesome kid on the daily. That has very much to do with my home life, um, taking care of my son. I also spend a ton of time in the kitchen. I love the idea. I love the idea of a hearth, um, like the hearth fire and all of that. I feel like that's very witchy. Um, I love the idea of the hearth as the center of the home, which it used to be back in the day, like the hearth used to be more like uh, a big fireplace around which the family gathered and meals were prepared and maybe there'd be like a cauldron hanging over the fire and I think that's where we get a lot of our witchy ideas. It was not witchy back then. It was just practical. Like we're making stew <laughs> and we're keeping warm by the fire and that's where the family gathered and um, and that's what the hearth was. Whereas now the hearth is more like what I've got going on, what I assume most of us have going on. A kitchen, your stovetop, right? <laughs> and on your oven. And for me, the kitchen really is the heart of the home. And I very much think of myself as a kitchen witch. That is where I perform a large majority of my spell work. And even more often than that, I just love to cook for myself and cook for other people. Um, by like infusing each dish with extra love. I'll often like draw symbols in whatever I'm cooking with like my magical wooden spoon and I pray and bless my food and stuff like that. So I love and I feel like that's just practical magic. It's a way to infuse your life with love and magic that doesn't take a lot of extra time and can just become part of like your everyday life, which I love to do. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> my kitchen is, despite my best low-budget remodeling efforts, it is not the prettiest thing. Although, I try, I try. <laughs> it's so old, it got a really bad remodel. I can't tell if it was like in the 60s or the 70s, but it wasn't a good one. And um, it's got like this really cruddy-looking vinyl that's like beige but speckled and it never really looks clean no matter how much you clean it but I try I've tried to really spoof it up and make it look as good as I can um, but it's still it's not the prettiest thing so I always try to steer guests to like the other parts of my home to the living room or the dining room or the patio 
And like for a party, I will literally lay out food in those other rooms to try to keep people in those other rooms. And I'm always like, do you need anything? I'll run and get it for you, whatever it is. Uh, but there's just something about a kitchen. Like you cannot keep the people out. <laughs> I know because I have tried many, many times. <laughs> Even a schlumpy kitchen like my own, people just seem to feel a gravitational pull toward the kitchen. And more times than not, that is where the party ends up. A bunch of people standing around my little kitchen. The hearth, the heart of the home, right? And isn't it interesting that the word heart is just one letter short of the word hearth? I like to think that there is some connection there, although I don't think there is etymologically. Maybe there is. You can tell me. You can tell me. Is there an etymological link to the word heart? and hearth. I didn't find it when I googled it, but I didn't spend a lot of time going down that rabbit hole, so maybe there is. Um, home is where the heart is, though, right? How many times have you seen that, like, on a pillow or something, <laughs> or on somebody's wall, or just heard somebody say it? Home is where the heart is. It's where family and friends go gather. It's where your hopes and dreams live, and even your grief and your fear, like it's a safe container for those feelings. Uh, it's a place where the soul can really like stretch out and flourish. And it's a place where so much potential for love resides. Even if you're renting a small room in someone else's house or a dormitory or you're living out of your car, that is your space. That is your home. That is your space to set the stage for the magic of your life. And all the best magic comes straight for the heart, from the heart, like heartfelt magic. That's how I see it anyway. Um, so I really am excited to talk about hearth and home with this emphasis of heart. And I've got two interviews coming up for you here this month, one on magical parenting with a truly, truly kick-ass witch who is super knowledgeable about herbs. So I will, well, I will make her talk about that for sure. Because <laughs> um, she knows a lot about herbs and wild crafting. And maybe she can give us some tips for how to wild craft like where we live. And, um, and then another interview with one of the most magical couples I know. Um, I've gotten to know these two in... Um, they're both in the Psycho-Spiritual Wheel of the Year group, and they, like, post pictures of them stuff, themselves doing things, and they're so in love. They always, they're always up to some cool pagan thing, and they have such an inspiring partnership going that I thought it'd be fun to have them come on and talk about that, about that, you know? We all want to find that kind of love, and... Um, make a home maybe with someone like that. I keep saying we all want, I don't know what we all want. <laughs> it's just like a broad, random general generalization, revealing what I want, right? Um, I'm all about the love. And then, um, so that's what the next couple weeks will have in store for you. And then on Patreon, I kind of took some liberties with this hearth and home theme. And I'm, I'm talking about your body, your body as your first home and another expression of your soul so that's august that is august hearth and home i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope i did scott cunningham justice and until we meet again much love to you peace 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.